Quincy, and I am running a game of Mothership with my good friends. Um, Andrew, who are you playing? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Andrew, and I'm playing Tully, who is a ex-colonial uh, marine, if you will, um, who realized that the Marine Corps does a great job of teaching you how to be a Marine and not much else, and so he has now taken his uh, skills to the private market, where he's brought in as a troubleshooter to find trouble and shoot it. And Kyle? I'm Kyle. I am J04C4C795, your plastic pal who is disorienting to be with. And Larry, <laughs> who are you? My name is... Oh, yeah, of course I'm Larry. I'm also... <laughs> I'm playing Mike, who is the ship's engineer. I've been hired to maintain this... Uh, what, what, what's the name of the ship again? Oh, the Phantom 309? The Phantom 309. It, it belongs to the... He came with the ship. Okay, so <laughs> as per usual in long space travel, uh, between planets you go into cryopod uh, stasis, except for Johnny, who just powers off. And you are in your cryopod, and you wake up, and it is way too early to wake up. Um... Tully wakes up, and everyone else is still asleep. Uh, Tully, what do you do? I'd imagine the first thing on my mind uh, after waking up is checking on that. Once I realize that it's way too early, I'm going to go ahead and just start doing kind of a quick maintenance inspection to see if something's wrong enough that I need to wake up everybody else. Okay, so a maintenance would be a... Um, technology, intelligence check. I think that would be your technology. Do you have skills in technology? Um, yeah, no. Uh, that is not a thing I'm good at. Uh, maybe I should uh, wake up one of the... I'll go ahead and just wake up the technician, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, go over to the... So, you go over to the panel, and um, how do you wake up the technician with the cryopod panel? Is Look for a manual. <laughs> okay, so um, roll to search the deck for a manual on how to use this machine. Uh, that'd be an 83. So I'd, no I'd... clue. You just got to wing it. Um, <laughs> you remembered the training video uh, years and years ago. Yeah. No. Okay, no. so um, you can just start. There's a there's a. I'm not gonna push panel. buttons. I know better than to play <laughs> You're with stuff. You're not gonna do like that. Okay. Um, uh, I'll go wake up Johnny and see if he knows how. Okay, so Johnny's packed up like an IKEA. I'll, <laughs> but fortunately, there's a IKEA as construction manual. I will follow the Lego <laughs> chart to put the the robot together, <laughs> and as, once I've assembled the robot, I will turn him on. Okay, now are you skilled at turning on robots? Or assembling robots. I was going to make a crude joke, but, uh... uh let's see. <laughs> Why um, don't you roll an intellect check to make sure that you put them together correctly? Alright. That's a 50 right on the money. That's a 50. So, no. you put him together, but you put his right hand on his left hand, on his left side, and his left hand on his right side. You can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's turned on. Good morning, Tully. 
my, indica my indicator indicates it is not yet 0000 on date 555685. Is something the matter? That, that's a really good question there, Johnny. Uh, it, it seems, and uh, in my my meat bag inexperience here, uh, that we were woken up early, but I don't know what's wrong. And uh, I'll be honest, you'd know more about uh, making that stuff work. So, yeah, woke you up to help me uh, figure out how to wake up Mike and make sure everything's okay. Did you forget the training manual again? Look, I just got, like, out of the, the new U machine after our last little adventure. It wasn't one of the things I was thinking about. Sorry. I know I let you down these way. <laughs> so Tully reaches out and pats him with the wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just sort of walks over to the cryo chamber, wipes the frost off of Mike's thing, checks make sure he's not a skeleton. <laughs> and I'm going to use my um, computer, actually I'm going to use my, uh, my hacking skills okay. to... Um, Make the cryopod do the thing I want it to do. So I believe hacking is a. Or just my computer skill. Is that a trained or is it's that an a. It's an expert, so it's a plus an 15%. Expert, so you get plus 15 to that roll. Yeah, so that's going to be a. a 56. So I don't have your sheet. Is that a. Uh, and that is what, a uh, intelligence roll? Yeah. So my intelligence is 40, but with plus 15%, it would be a 55, so I am just a scotch oh. over it. So, it opens, but for a brief moment, Mark, it's Mark, or is Mike. it? Mike. Mike, Mike, my bad. So, for a, a brief second, right <laughs> the air cuts off. So, Mike, <gasps> roll a, um, roll, um, a D, 2D10. What'd the, you get? 33. 33. So what is your current, um, hold on just a second, let me confirm that I did that roll correctly. I'm still learning the rules to this game, so some stuff like that I have to double check. Okay, so that is a stress check, um, 2d10 is, um, add the two together, so that's six. That's, yeah, that would be six. Okay, so add one's... Okay, so now roll um, 2d10 again. Oh, I'm sorry. If you roll over your current stress, you don't panic. So your current stress is what on your sheet? A 2? Yeah, it's yeah. a 2. Okay, so you feel fine because this shit normally fucks up. <laughs> so even though you don't have a breath, you've come out of the cryopod this time. My bad. <laughs> this keeps happening to us. <laughs> All right, why'd you wake me up? It, it, it looks like it's a little early. What's what's going on? Tully was hoping you could tell us that. Okay. Hey. Well, you appear to have a minor engineering problem, Mike. I'm sorry we didn't wake you up on the last stop, but that was just a bug hunt. Uh, well, I, I don't know much about this ship. I mean, I'm, a, I'm kind of a new hire. It's a little old, but let me try this out. Computer? I'm just going to yes. shut well, well, I'm sorry. Let me let me try let me retry that. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, where are we currently located, and what year is it? It is year six hundred and sixty-six. You're right outside the moon. Oh shit! I came up with the name for the moon earlier, and now I forgot it. You're outside the moon, Keats. 
in the romance system. Well, it's the only moon in a hundred parsecs. <laughs> I'd say you're kind of fucked. <laughs> that's a long distance. Well, uh, I don't so know anything about space distances. Is it? <laughs> parsecs are really big. I also said it's a moon, but I didn't say what it's orbiting. So anyway. So Johnny just grabbed onto some door handles and popped his hands off the wrist and was swapping around while this is going on, just casually in the background. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Alright, computer, is the is the moon inhabited? Uh, it is. There's a port in the northern hemisphere. Uh, let's see. Do we have enough fuel to make it to that port easily? Of course you do. I'm making a hacking check real quick to give the, to reset the crew to the default voice. <laughs> That's an eleven. That's an eleven. Okay, so yeah, you can just go to the port pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> You put even the put even the androids like that's enough out of you. Yeah, so you something can, Australian, you can go, please. Yeah, there's a there's a port you can land at. It's pretty easy to get there. All right, that's up to you two. I'm just the engineer. Look, all I know is that we I got woken up early. So I don't know. Can you check and see if there's like a fault or something in my cryopod? Because that isn't gonna happen again. <laughs> um, I don't want to wake up in another new you machine. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll check it out again. <laughs> Oof. Let's see. What's that? A. Uh... It's an eight, I think. Yeah, that's an eight. Now you can help each other out to get better rolls. But an eight is a very good roll. Well, yeah, it's because right. we're going system. for low, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> it's a roll. I'll help him out with my electronic toolkit. Okay, so he gets advantage, so he can roll again. That critical <laughs> success. <laughs> nope. Use the eight. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, using the eight. Okay, so, um, what are you trying to check? You're trying to check what's wrong? Yeah, if anything, malfunctions or whatever. Uh, um, diagnostics, yeah. Johnny typed a, uh, you know how, like, when you do... 15 on the microwave, but sometimes you do like 15 seconds instead of 15 a minute and 50 seconds. Yeah, it's one of those a, a real goof him up. He just typed in the wrong number. <laughs> so I woke myself up early. Yeah, well, this Johnny is, yeah. woke you up because he typed it in wrong. But who packed him in a box? Who indeed? <laughs> Maybe everyone should add a... <laughs> yeah, actually, um, sure. Uh, roll a... Roll 2d10. Can add them together? Yeah. Whew. That's a... Uh, got a 9. Zero, zero, 003. You got a 3? <laughs> yeah. Is your stress a 2? Yeah. Feeling fine. <laughs> I uh, had a 13, which is over a uh, 5, which is good. Yeah, I'm a little concerned, fine. but uh, <laughs> a little concerned, but not. Well, now I have something for the next campaign. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, are you gonna go to Keats uh, at this this port, or are you gonna sit here knowing that you have a you don't have enough food on board and oxygen to get you where you're trying to go because you woke up uh, a couple days too early. Well, I guess we can just try to find a job here. Johnny checks his battery. I was like, 
I have a 999 year charge. It's up to you. <laughs> well, I say we go to port. I could use a drink. Okay, so how do you, who who's flying this ship? I guess the computer does. The computer? Okay. <laughs> so then uh, we land. The computer says, "Hey, um, aren't you supposed to call before you land so you don't get shot out of the sky?" Yeah. Let's go ahead and call the port authority and ask for permission to come in before you land, huh? Sounds good. Calling port authority now. Yes. Yeah, we're. This is. What is the name of the ship again? Sort of gently shoves Mike aside. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm new, but... Good evening. This is Phantom 309, Johnny Cyclops, J0N4C4C795 speaking. Are requesting permission for emergency landing? Oh, please. We haven't had visitors in such a long time. Splendid. We look forward to seeing you. Okay, so uh, the ship <laughs> autopilots down to the port. Us. As you start to, you enter the atmosphere easily enough, and as you start to land, you notice that this is a non-terraformed planet. So there is no oxygen in the atmosphere. It is a red dirt planet, kind of like Mars. Uh, and you see that there is a landing pad with a bubble that opens to capture you. Um, Kind of like the, the 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 bay doors open and then it closes and there is a tunnel, a, a very single rudimentary tunnel from the pad to a large manor. Like it looks like a stately house. And there's several smaller pods that branch off that look like there's barracks. And you notice there is some heavy mining equipment scattered as you're lowering down into the thing. So this must be a mining outpost. And yet, there's this really huge structure that almost takes up the whole horizon, this large house. And you are docked in the port, and the bay door closes. What are you going to do now? Well, Johnny is just getting dressed. Okay. Johnny is takes the simplest option, typically, which is to just go to the house, because that's where someone's going to be. Okay, so <laughs> what are you bringing with you? Um, most of my shit, probably. Per standard operating procedure, he is uh, putting on his vac suit, even though he does not need it. Okay. Um, he has his helmet, because the helmet disguises the fact that he has one giant glowing eye. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the spare oxygen tank for Tully. The first aid kit for Tully. None of this is for Mike. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I've known Tully longer. Luckily, I have those things. Yeah, he carries. He just carries Tully's shit with him everywhere. Um, and he slings the uh, grappling gun over his shoulder, and he stuffs the BB gun into a belt and pumps it real quick just in case. All right. And uh, he's got a crowbar slung in there, so as well. <laughs> um, so, is everyone else bringing standard loadout or anything? I mean, I guess I'd better gear up. Are there any weapons on the ship or anything? Or? So you have <laughs> your 
it's just your standard loadout. There's not uh, armory on the ship. So you've got the vibro machete yeah. and the Batman gun. I will take my standard loadout. It's actually a Batman rifle, but yeah. you know, same. It's the concept. Yeah. It's a it's a grappling hook launcher with a pointy end. <laughs> so you start walking down the tunnel, and you can go several clicks ahead of you to the house, or you can branch to the left, which looks like that's where the mining operation is, or you can branch to the right that looks like some sort of barracks. Well, first thing I'm going to do when we get in the hangar is look for, like, a hangar gantry crew. So, like, if they're going to have, like, a hangar bay, surely they've got people who service, like, incoming space traffic. The hangar is empty. All right, can we... Do we have a good view of the mining equipment from here? Um, the, the... The tunnel is pretty scratched up from all the, the sandstorms, so this is glass that has been here for decades. So it's you can see that there is mining equipment, but you can't get a really good view without going down towards the operation. Johnny's gonna look through his binoculars at the mining operation real quick. Okay, make a or through like one end of his binoculars because he yeah. only has one. So big that eye. would be a body check. Make a body check. We'll see if your eyes are good. Twenty-five out of against a forty-four. Okay, so you can see through the binoculars with your enhanced robot eyes <laughs> that the mining operation has not been running. Everything is completely still. And there's a lot of the mining equipment is in horrible disrepair. So it's like it's a, there's like visible rust. Yeah, there's visible rust. There's um, the the back loader doesn't have treads on it anymore. The treads have have degraded and fallen off. So it's just kind of like dry rot left there. And when you pulled up into when you landed into the hangar, you noticed there was one other small carrier already uh, landed. So there's another ship in the hangar. There's another ship in the hangar next to you, but no one is around. Can I scoop it out and kind of see if I can identify like what kind of craft it is? Make a roll. Is that like an intellect, maybe? Yeah. Uh, no. That's a 95. It's so a I've, ship in the hangar. Never, it's an old enough <laughs> one. I've never seen it before. Yeah, it's a weird... It's an old model you've never... I'm gonna, it's like, an antique. Uh, yeah. I'm going to see if I can barcode scan it with my robot eye, just to make one more check on this. Uh, that's a... No, that's a 60 against my 40 intellect, so no, it's just a... That is an old enough ship that yeah. we just don't know what it is. Yep, you don't know what it is. Is there so, what a do communicator that we can talk to the ship, like our ship? Um, to the computer? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a uh, short yeah, range you radio. have a short com in your... Um, I've got long range comms. Yeah, you have long range comms. Mm-hmm. I'm right. going to ask the ship if it's got like external camera or anything like that that it can check what kind of make and model ship this is next to us. Like how old this thing is. Yeah. So um, you're going to just call the ship. Yeah, I'm going to call the ship and ask it if it knows anything about the installation that we're at. And Yeah, so this is the ship. Um... I don't... This isn't in my database. Okay. Don't you hate that you updated me? <laughs> because the old database probably had it, but it probably was purged from the, the computer update. Uh, yeah, computer, do you have... Can you zoom in on, like, a like a serial number or anything that I can... I just 
turn to Tully and go, this is going to be exactly like Cypher 675 again, isn't it? <laughs> it better not be. So, what you want to do? You want to keep investigating the barcode? Because no. I don't... Yeah, the computer cannot figure this one out. We got it's, nothing. <laughs> it's not even a barcode. It's is it some, accessible? It is something earlier than that. No, the barcodes are on the dashboard in the actual ship. <laughs> I'm like, but, I mean, is the ship itself, like, is its internal, like, the oh. internals of the ship accessible? Yeah, you can go yeah. and open the door. I mean, it's locked, because who leaves a ship I was ship like, guys, it's somebody else's ship. Well, if, they haven't had visitors, <laughs> if they haven't had visitors in a long time, like, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, You want to go try the door? I can get into it if you, told, if you order them to. This is how you get shot at, Paul. I was going to say, okay, this we is, just... we're not going to go mess with the other <laughs> ship. I'm just curious if it's, like, accessible. Let's just check out the okay. facility. So when I look around, like, the hangar that we've got, are there, like, kind of, like, dust deposits in the corners and things like yeah, that? Like, it is it readily apparent? very... It is barely used. Um, you can tell the floor is nice, but there's, like, cobwebs. Oh, wow. There's no, yeah. no footprints. There's no... I mean, the floor is yeah. kind of... You can tell people, you okay. know, sweep. It's not like that. So but they're not trying very hard. <laughs> okay. Shall we go see who's home? It's yeah. basically like my mom's house. Like, the main <laughs> areas I've never nice, been there, but okay. But the parts that, you know... Just tax every crow. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> just a spaceport full of dead crows. <laughs> got it, got it. Man, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of getting so many ideas for other parts of this campaign later. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. All right, well, I guess... Uh, so it's a couple of kilometers. See if they've got any like signs or something no, on the wall to indicate main main facility is. This is why I wanted to do theater of the mind because I don't know distance. Wait, click, okay. clicks or kilometers? Okay, okay. A normal walking. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I just want to see if I need to find like a golf cart or something. A sidewalk. A sidewalk. I mean, you do want to have your hangar a good enough distance away from your bio, like, spheres. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have someone crash and then, like, have debris go into your living area. Johnny starts walking. Okay. So a kilometer from your thing is not actually unrealistic. Or on a moving sidewalk, whatever. It's it's walking. He keeps one hand on the butt of his Remember, you all are in back suits, so you are... You actually get a disadvantage for speed, so if you have to run later, you run in an awkward <laughs> waddle because you're in astronaut seats. Uh, Something Johnny's upset up. about, but he wears it because it's company policy. Yeah. <laughs> but you do, you know, it, it's also been known to stop um, Yeah. stuff. It, it gives you an armor. It's, it's bullet... Yeah. Mine actually has military grade. <laughs> I actually have military oh, that's right. you, grade you armor. Not bulletproof. It's Yours a... actually doesn't give you a speed disadvantage. It doesn't. It's just. Yeah, do you mine's... have? You guys. Does I... he have like a sealed helmet, or do I, I do. hand him the rebreather? No, I, I have okay, like a good. an entire. So I have an environment suit on. You have to tell me. Grade. You're following SOP, which mm-hmm. is when you get out, you check yeah. the environment. Yeah. There is oxygen in this tank so if you want to take your helmets off or raise your um oxygen you know you can save your oxygen tanks so you don't run out of oxygen yeah my goal was to see if we could take on fuel while we're here take on atmosphere like that was why i got out and was like let's see about it so let's see if we can take on like stores while we're scoping the place out so that when it's time to go <laughs> so you're asking, actually, is there a gas can? That's yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Like, is there, there a starship is a... refueling like capabilities on site? 
I mean... That was where all yeah. of my series of questions yes. was leading You're up gonna to. You're going to have to keep looking because there's nothing gotcha. obvious. There's no, like, obvious... This is not a port as yeah. much as this is somebody's house that has a... <laughs> this is someone's, you know, garage. Okay. Why did we... Then this is all that's on this, like, planet? This is all that's on this it's planet. It's an old plantation, basically. Landed on that old anti okay. plantation. That's where I... Like, <laughs> that's, I'm, like, looking for... Like, if you've gone to the trouble of putting in, like, a hangar facility, even if it's a personal hangar, you still have stores. So, for the record, Johnny's O2 tank is not connected to anything. Right. He is, he is keeping his helmet on because the mirrored one-way visor he thinks makes him look less weird. <laughs> but the fact that he wears it indoors at all times then makes him also less weird. weird. Yeah. So it doesn't help any of your checks. So I, I think we established so, yeah. that la during this tutorial game was that he's like, he puts his helmet on to make Tully more comfortable. So basically, <laughs> I'm asking you, are you leaving your helmets on and breathing oxygen, or are you taking your helmets off? Okay, so we've already scanned and everything, so yeah. I'm yeah, going to go ahead and take is, my helmet off. Yeah, there is currently oxygen in this. I don't have a portable <laughs> environmental scanner is my problem. But I've you got a, guys do, I've got a field recorder. Yeah. I bought a field recorder on top of my exploration kit. So you can so tell everyone... I've got a survey kit and a field recorder, so yes. If it's potable I can air. check it if you want me to. I mean, I'll let you yeah. just say, yes, it's potable yeah. air. Yeah, all of... Okay. I've got... That's not the right word, I can, <laughs> I can do, like, a diagnostic and, like, electronic equipment. I've got some shoot 'em up stuff, but... Yeah. Outside of like shoot 'em up and doing some basic field repair and like medical triage, I'm not going to be able to help you a whole lot. So most of my my thoughts here just come from like, well, how do we get our ship um, more ready to go? This is a weird place. John's going to go up the door, and if everyone else is going to follow him, yeah. SOP right. is okay. We so you go to here. the main door of the the manor. Is that where you want to go? Yeah. Okay. So you hit the comm, and this old, wizened man <laughs> in a tuxedo comes up on the video screen and says, Ah, you're just in time. Please, come in. And the doors slide open. <laughs> Tully again turns to his... Or not Tully. Um, Johnny turns to his screen and goes, I have a theory relating to our early awakening as he's walking in. I'm concerned we may have encountered a time warp. What? Again. It's just a jump to the left. <laughs> so you walk into this I manor. I mean, the hyperspace technology is pretty experimental. Anything's possible. And the facade inside looks like a mansion. But it looks like a mansion where the tastes are very far behind. Nothing is chic and new. It's dusty... And there's red crushed velvet carpet and a lot of, like, wood or at least a facade to make things look like wood. And this butler is standing just on the other side of the door. And he says, everyone is in the drawing room if you would like to join them. And he motions for you all to go to the right. We've got a reason not to follow them. Let's yeah. go ahead and see if we make contact with the owners of the uh, yeah yeah. So you walk into you walk down the hallway and um, on the hallway are paintings of this guy with crazy mustache, and then the next painting is someone who also has a crazy mustache, and then the mustaches just get crazier and crazier, <laughs> and then you 
open the door and enter what the butler has termed the drawing room. He's walking behind you this whole time. Right. And as you enter, you walk into a cocktail party. And there's all these people listening to music and drinking cocktails and just talking. And there is uh, a guy in a, um, a religious stole. He's in the traditional dress of the um, international, the, the hyperspace church, the one church. There is a woman in a vinyl uh, evening gown. It, it's very shiny, and it, it's floor length. There's just a guy in a bathrobe. It's like a smoking jacket, and he's drinking a white Russian. There is a dude in just, like, really expensive clothes. There's another guy with glasses who is talking, and everyone around him looks incredibly bored. And then there's, um, that's it. And then there's also, in the corner, a, um, the butler goes and stands in the corner. As he starts to, like, walk away, I'm going to ask him who, who... Whose mansion, like, which of the people in the room it belongs to? Why, it's Lord Dunsany's mansion. He will join us in a moment. Johnny picks up a glass of something off of, like, the nearest serving tray. Yeah, the little bar yeah. that's on the side. He, does, he doesn't have a mouth, and he still has his back helmet on, so he's going to hold it <laughs> and go mingle. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's just holding this, like, flute of champagne, he walks over to the, the reverend. Clunk, and clunk, clunk. sort of attempts like a sort of conversation like the merits of the one church versus the church of cybertology. I'm so happy you did this. <laughs> church, of cybertology? The, church of cybertology? Let me pull up that I've guy's I've got that dot of theology for, for a reason. <laughs> you do. <laughs> he is Dr. Reverend Johnny Cyclops. <laughs> he, one moment, please. <laughs> I have to find my reverend notes. No, we're, like, <laughs> we're in the elevator with the loading screen. Do, do, do. So yeah, you guys are just listening to some nice, smooth space jazz. Space jazz. And you all can talk. So do, we can have just a couple of conversations in here with different people. Do you want to just do like a one at a time, or do you want to... Yeah, that's the only way we can, because okay. I can't talk to all of you simultaneously. simultaneously. But are you all splitting to get off, or are you all doing this one at a time? How are you going about This like, totally feels like completely out of place. So I'm going to eavesdrop on this conversation with the Reverend and pour myself a drink. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Totally's going to look for snacks and then find like a wall to like stand next to. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Um, so, I'm sorry. I need to double check what Sokentology actually means. It's like the study of like alien culture. I don't know. I just made up Church of Cybercology because it sounds yeah. like Scientology. So, Sophontology... <laughs> my Google... I Googled this earlier today and I forgot. <laughs> it's cultural Sophontology. It's a comparative study of Sophont societies, physical Sophontology, the study of intelligent beings in terms of toposophic substrate origin, phylogenetics. <laughs> so, basically, like, alien culture is what yeah. we're going to say. 
but you know, it's the space church. Are there <laughs> any aliens in this universe? Like, have we has humanity encountered any? Yes, there are multiple intelligent alien races. Okay, yeah, intelligent races. Um, so you come talk to the Scientologist and goes, "Welcome, brother." Good evening. How long have you been here? They said they've not had visitors for some time. I was oh, surprised yes. to find another man um, in here. Lord Dunsany invited us all here to his party. He's had uh, this on the books for quite a while, and this is the first time he's opened the mansion in years. Uh, really, ever since his daughter died. Fascinating. Have you read the latest works of blah, blah, blah? I don't know. <laughs> ah, yes. I found it a little pedantic. Yes, Dr. Reverend Caliban 659 does have that effect. <laughs> uh, so, what bring what brings you to our little gathering? Uh, we had a minor ship malfunction, but uh, we are working on getting that repaired. In the meantime, we thought we would partake of the Lord's hospitalities. Well, we're all children of the tentacle. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, so, there's this priest... Sophantologist dude. There's also a um, another boring looking dude who is boring to tears, the rich kid. There's a guy in a smoking jacket with a drink, and there is this woman in the floor gown. And the butler has left to go do bubble stuff. Just to Jeeves it up somewhere. Yeah. Mike has grown bored of this conversation, and he's going to go talk to the guy with the drink. All right. Yeah. The the Reverend and Johnny are just going to discuss the relative merits of fleshy tentacles versus mechanical tentacles for a little while. Yes. Yes. Macadendrites. <laughs> like it's just. So not, not... um. So you see the dude goes, "Hey man, how you doing?" Uh, doing all right. You know, I got food, I got drink. Uh. A little early for my taste, but, you know, it's a party. I feel you there, dude. And he reaches into his robe and pulls out the biggest fucking vape rig you have ever seen. <laughs> and the entire room spills with vapor for a moment and it dissipates. <sighs> That's good stuff. Uh, you know, this is outlawed on three planets. Oh, well. You want to hit? I mean, I, oh, absolutely. I was All about right. to ask if you were sharing. You take a hit. Uh, make a body save. <laughs> Let's see. Body, body. That is 30, and I have... Uh, I'm not quite sure what... Is the 100? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I might... Your I body might... is on... Yeah, your body is... Right there. Yeah, so you got to roll under a 30. Okay. With a D100. I mean... Yeah, do one of those. That'll be easier to read. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> say 91. Ooh, this shit, it, it's not, turns out, it's not tobacco. It's not a traditional vape. It is a space weed. <laughs> and it is the strongest space weed you've ever had. And now you're just couched. You just have to sit down and you are... Close to comatose. I'm on the floor. You're on, yeah, you you're, got that you're couched by like space weed. <laughs> and the dude just plops down next to you and continues ripping that space cotton. 
this so is I guess... not the first campaign this has happened to Larry, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> With space weed, specifically? Uh, there's like some extra planar weed in D&D. Can you tell oh, I don't yeah. know how weed works? Because <laughs> so I'm just like, it's, it's just like, I have so literally good. never smoked a weed, so... <laughs> It's besides, it's it's uh, alien space weed. Let's say going to sleep is a normal different. reaction, you know. What's <laughs> that stuff you do in heavy metal? That Nyborg. <laughs> okay, so um, Tully, do you want to talk to anyone? Oh, dude, uh, Tully found like whatever hors d'oeuvres there were, and like is just standing with his back near like a wall, and completely feeling out of his element with like these people in here, and so he's just basically got his war gear on like hanging off the front and so he's kind of got his arms crossed in that classic sort of bodyguard pose standing to the wall looking like a board stormtrooper like he's just so not sure what to you're make you're sitting here watching the crowd this woman sidles up to you and says it's beautiful isn't it the way you know the way that we took this planet and forced it to be our own the way that we've triumphed over the insurmountable odds of a cold careless universe sorry <laughs> okay for so, those who can't hear what i just did i have notes on like people. Am, I, am i still seeming the woman conscious? who walked up to me i just added you're, the word crazy beside it Okay, so you have to roll a panic check because this is socially awkward. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable right now. Okay, so you failed a panic check, so what he just had... Here comes another heart attack. Yeah, no, so that's just one stress. Okay. You're, you're upset. Yeah, he, he's, he's already feeling like he doesn't belong in this particular situation. Um, and so he just... He's going to say something weird to her uh, to kind of make her feel uncomfortable and to go away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so uh, I've got a tarp like that back in my spaceship. It's <laughs> <laughs> referring she, to her dress. And she's like, uh, I'm sure you can have this tarp back in your spaceship, too. And she um, pulls the toothpick out of your mouth and puts it into hers and walks and slinks away. And then the butler comes in. I reach back in. into my uniform pull out another one and put it And then the butler walks in and says uh, and here is Lord Dunsany. And this <laughs> Just pull out a fresh toothpick. And this severe man with a mustache very similar to the style that you've seen in all of the paintings, the handlebar that connects to the sideburns, uh, but is shock white and bald on top, walks in. And he's wearing a weird military officer uniform, but it's not an actual affiliated uniform. It's just like paramilitary style. So is it like one of those old, like, 17th century where, like, everybody's unit had their own, like, uniforms, so it's, like, stylized? I mean, it's got epaulets and, like, buttons, but there's no clear, um, thing to it. Like, it's not from anything. It's just 
he went to the tailor and said, make me an outlet, an outfit that looks like a general's. Right. That's what, what do I'm I saying. roll to make a, a judgy comment about his taste? I mean, you just... Speaking <laughs> as a free action. Um, and in his right pocket, you notice he's got a little note, like a bulge where a notebook is in his breast pocket. Right. And he walks in and he says, welcome all. Thank you for making it so... making the long trip um dinner is ready in the dining room and everyone stands up and walks out except for you three what are you guys gonna do help my friend stand up thank you pick him up and carry him i'm gonna help him stand i'm not gonna carry him in there he's gonna have some sort of decorum okay so um because you're a a little behind everyone else i won't make you make a check on that but i'm gonna be kind of Um, like really scoping out the room yeah now, everyone goes back through the foyer and are heading towards the left. Um, do you want to go quickly to keep up, or do you want to dawdle behind? You Are you going to go with everyone else, or are you going to start sneaking around? Johnny's going to put down the completely full cocktail. <laughs> He's going to look at Tully and make a little nod and turn on his, his uh, suit cameras, and he's going to go to keep up. I'll go ahead and sure, reach up like and turn on my uh, and his uh, his body camera. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and fold down my heads up display so I can see everything <laughs> that he sees. And um, what are you doing? I'm gonna stay back with him. <clears throat> Actually, I'm gonna go with the group. I'm gonna stick with the group. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the group. But yeah, while he's going around, I can see exactly what he sees. Oh, my so you're the one who's wandering. I'll go sneak around then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're one. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, going to go with the group and just go around while you guys snuck around. But oh. We can do the other way around. First. I was going to say, he's the one that's incapacitated. I don't sneak. I it's, clunk everywhere okay. with a well, gun. Well, yeah, it's, it's not suspicious for me to stay where I'm at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I will go scope around the mansion then with the body camera. I say, to okay, him. So you like, guys he's the go one yeah. and you're seated and there's a lavish space dinner. And the dude is putting in, he's like putting entire Cornish game hens in his mouth and like pulling out all the bones. <laughs> and like the woman keeps making advances to Tully. The countess keeps making these advances to Tully. I knew it was his wife. While eating. <laughs> and like the, um, the intellectual guy with the glasses just will not stop talking again. And the rich kid looks very bored. The guy with the expensive clothes looks very bored. You have to forgive me, I didn't give them actual names in my That's notes. Okay. They're just the dudes. Um, and yeah, the lord is sitting at the table um, eating and the butler is standing behind him and there is a housekeeper frantically running back and forth refilling port and um, bringing new dishes and running to the kitchen and running back and she looks very overwhelmed and tired. And now we have Johnny Five. You are in the foyer, and there is a stairway upstairs, and there is the hallway to the dining room, and there is the hallway that leads off in a, in another direction. So you have, let's say, north is a stairwell, west is the hall to the dining room, and east are the two halls to the smoking to the drawing room where you were and another corridor okay i am what's the lighting like first of all is it well lit or should i turn on it is cozy okay it's a lot of up lighting a lot of indirect lots of like 
lamps. It this Lord has taken great pains to make a home out of what it was ostensibly uh, regular space station. It's more so the it's facade is made to look like a on. house. Okay. Are there any? I mean, it's not well lit and it's not in great condition. It's right. old. Okay. Well, I am Johnny's going to uh, casually, not sneaky sneaky, but like he's a robot that doesn't need to eat, so he's just going to wander around as robots do. He's going to go upstairs. Okay, so as you get to the stairwell, right next to it is an old grandfather clock that has stopped ticking. It is stuck at 6 p.m. I'm going to check my chronometer real quick, see if I can figure out what the actual time is. It is 5.57 International Space Time. Johnny is going to sort of shrug, reach up, and sort of gently set the clock to the right time, (laughs) and attempt to restart it. Should I make a uh, computer's check? It's, it's clocks are like a computer. It's a mechanical clock. It's a mechanical clock. You should have to just restart the little pendulum on it. Yeah. Let's see what I can do about breaking it. Uh, that's a 23 against my 40 intellect. Okay, so it starts ticking. Sort of. And you head up the stairs. Nod's job. Well done. <laughs> um, upstairs, you see a long corridor with three rooms on each side and a landing at the end of the corridor with a giant uh, bay window overlooking the desolate red planet. Um, I take the field record out and take a picture. Okay. And take a look outside to see if I see anything, I don't know, of note, of interest outdoors. So you look out the window, and this is a glass that's been cleaned pretty fastidiously by the help. Um, You just see just mountains, just empty red mountains. Okay. Just nothing. And what else was in the room? Just it's a corridor, so it's okay. just a hall with three doors on either side. Think Scooby Doo. Gotcha. And at uh, and to your left at the window is stairs that go up to the third level. What are you looking? So there are six doors, and there's stairs going up. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna go up another thing. We're taking this on because you have to make a decision of okay. <laughs> equally <laughs> valid doors. So Giant's gonna go up another level. So you go up to the top of the flight of stairs, and there is a locked door. Hmm. Does it look like a fancy locked door, like a bedroom door, or just like an attic door? These are or just all... a generic space station door? They're not space station doors. Right, they're like... like real wooden yeah. doors, but they're like the heavy, you know, nice... But it's like the stairways ends at a door. Like yeah. it's the door to, like, the attic or the next level. Right. Okay. But it's not a mechanical or electronic door, so I can't use computers. Well, it's got a on. mechanical to... lock. It's yeah. like an interior lock. Right. So it's not one that I could, like, hack, like, on the previous station. Yeah. All right. Johnny's not going to break anything. He's going to go back down and just going to go through door number four. Okay. <laughs> so you open this, and it's a bedroom, and it's got this art. Uh, do Art Nouveau like moiré uh, swirled carpet and the bedspread and the wallpaper and the table and the lamp all match 
the swirl. So like it's almost like someone threw paint and it got on everything. And you wonder how much money it cost to buy all the furniture to match <laughs> this weird tacky uh, wall. Johnny just sort of sweeps the field recorder and camera on and just says, how gauche. <laughs> <laughs> and you see next to the bed is a little side table with a drawer. I check to see if the drawer is unlocked. Okay, and you open the drawer and find... One moment. Inside the drawer, you find a antique company script for how to mine an asteroid. Hmm. All right. Um, I just sort of put that back. That's okay. not super useful. <laughs> and um, now what do you want to do? Um, should I give them a shot? Or, or is Johnny still walking around by himself? Um, you have to make that call. Okay, well, Johnny will continue wandering around a bit. Bear mind, yeah. like, if you've got, like, comms, you can kind yeah. of not only give me, like, an update in addition to, like, what yeah, I'm, I'm watching. I'm just kind of watching I've got, you like, one, like, I've got, like, one yeah. of those, like, scouter things pulled down, and yeah. I'm kind of watching with one eye while I'm also kind of watching what's going on yeah. around me. Johnny's just kind of talking, making snide comments about shit that he sees <laughs> into the, into the so short range. Every comment. now and then you'll just see Tully kind of crack a little bit of a smile. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no windows in this bedroom here. It's just the stripes that go on the ceiling, the walls, and the floor, and the bedspread, and everything. I'm Looks like a Jim Steranko cup. Attempt to turn around and leave? Do I need to make a check for disorientation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Because when you close the door, it matches with the wall. Is that uh, sanity or intellect? That would be intellect. Okay. Can you find a doorknob and open it? <laughs> 31, no. Wait, yes. I'm 31 against my 40, yes. Yeah, so you open the door and you're back into the corridor. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open the door directly across from that one. Okay, so you open door 3, and this is a bedroom that has been decorated in religious iconography from all over the galaxy. And there is a modest bed, and a on the table... Uh, next to the bed is a space bible. Alright, I open the space bible and I'm going to make a theology roll to, uh, I don't know, make do some comparative religion against, like, the Church of Zeta Reticuli St. Augustroid. Okay. That's going to be a uh, 53 against a 50, so no, nothing <laughs> useful there. Just a book. Yeah. Just a book. And that's all that's in that's this room. I'm just sort of making comments back. I believe this might be the Reverend's guest house. Not sure about that other one. Um, now, <laughs> you do notice that there is a bag under the bed, like a suitcase. Oh, I'm going to see that suitcase is unlocked. Okay. I'm going to try to pop it open. All right, pop that suitcase open. All right, I pop always suitcase open. Through a mic, always check one, two, three, four, because <laughs> no one ever changes the, the combination on their luggage. Inside the suitcase is a space crucifix, which is like a regular crucifix, but has a lot of extra <laughs> arms, non-linear curved arms on it. A um, canister of a white granular powder uh, you'll have to run a um, test to see what it is 
and a um, the cross is made out of some metal, but you can't quite identify it. And there is also in this box. This is my favorite table in the whole game. <laughs> a Rubik's cube. And clothes. Yeah. Priest clothes. Um, so, some kind of powder, or some kind of, you know, solid in a, a canister, a cross made out of a weird metal, and a Rubik's Cube. Okay. Um, I'm going to pop the Rubik's Cube. And pop the Rubik's Cube. Prayer. Add that to your <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Because that is my holy symbol. Are you going to leave everything there? This way, are you going to try to leave it where the way you found it? Um, I'm going to leave it the way I found it, but first, I'm going to unpack a packet from my utility belt. Okay. Open up my survey kit, and dip my pinky finger into the white powder, and see if I can identify. I think the survey kit can identify that, can it? Or is that a different kit I would uh, need? Would I need a, would I need a uh, medical thing for that? Um, that's fine. It is, um, salt. Hmm. Just your average old sodium chloride. I'm going to uh, pack that back up where I found it. Okay. And make a note that I have some of that as well in my MRE kits, probably. Okay. So, um, I want you to make a check to make sure that you're really good at that making things intellect? look like you didn't steal someone's Rubik's Cube <laughs> and put their stuff away. So, yeah, I think that would be intellect. Or mathematics. Well, uh, intellect, probably. I, I'd say intellect with advantage. Um, either way, I, I passed that one. Okay, so you put everything back. Everything is exactly meticulously as, it seems. as a robot. Yeah. It's like picture perfect. <laughs> Except um, for here because that's my holy symbol. Now what <laughs> I did bring one. Um, I guess I will go out and I'll go to. Let's see, I've been to rooms three and four. Yes. So I might as well open up room two. Uh, room two is another bedroom with a bed and a um, writing desk. And it's a roll-top desk, but the roll-top is rolled down, and then you have just a regular bed, and um, there's an, if you look under the bed, you'll see another suitcase under okay. the bed. I'm going to gently slide the suitcase out and try to open it. Okay, it is filled with sweaters and books. Alright, I'm going to make a quick inventory of the books. Okay. Uh, so the books include a lot of mediocre uh, volumes of poetry, um, all by the same author, um, Ronald Quagmire. Uh, and also you see there is some books on um, paranormal activity. Uh, and you also see a um, packet of pencils in this bag. Okay. Um, but they're those astronaut pencils yeah. that are really good in space. <laughs> like yeah. They're little wax or grease pencils. Yeah. yeah. No, they're just regular pencils. No. Because the Soviets use regular pencils. I'm going to just sort of gently say to Tully over the, or, and or Mike over the, uh, the shortwave range com. Do you have a radio, Mike? You should have a short-range comm. I do. I have oh, a long okay. range. Sorry we're leaving Larry range. out of a lot of this stuff. I apologize, Larry. Are you okay? Oh, no, no. It's okay. fine. Um, I'm just going to say, let me know if anyone down there says Quagmire. It's sort of gently... I have a theory that it smart guy has brought his own, has brought his own books. 
<laughs> because he seems like the kind of guy. He seems like that professor that teaches his own textbook. <laughs> so, oh God, he probably has copies of his own book, so he can hand them out. <laughs> so I want Larry to roll a speed check for me. That I do one hundred. Yeah. Yes. Always do one hundred. That is a sixty-one and speed. Yeah, I definitely didn't make that. <laughs> okay, so you are sitting at this table, and you feel a sharp. You feel something on your leg. So roll a d one hundred for me. Forty-eight. Okay, and you could swear something walked across your leg. Like, like something has touched your foot, but now you look down and it's gone. It's like a dog running around under the table kind of thing? Yeah. So, so um, I want you to roll, uh, do a stress check. All so right. roll a d100 and um, against your, is that fear? Yeah. You make an actual fear check. Yeah, you make a fear check. That's what I meant. Okay. Oh, a fear check. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. And I fail that. <laughs> okay, so when you fail a fear check, you want to mark a stress on your sheet. Where did I mark that Upper left-hand corner. Upper left-hand left corner, yeah, next to resolve. Okay, oh, and right. now back to Jeunesseikos. <laughs> All right, um, I went through, what, door number two there? So I guess I'll do door number one. Door number one Just is... crisscrossing these. Yeah. Door number one is a really small room. It's very tiny. and But it does have a um, bed in it. And it's got a photo on the wall made with really weathered old paper. Okay. I'm going to uh, scan the photo and take a look at it and see if I can identify what it's a photo of. It is a man and his wife and they look very happy it's like their wedding day but they don't have a lot of money mm -hmm. so you can tell it's just a guy wearing a mandarin collar shirt and it's not very white but it's you know as white as you can keep it on a red planet mm -hmm. and a wife in a really pretty um pretty like sundress and they're wearing their clear space helmets so that they could be outside to take this photo. Um, I'm going to take a look at the bed as well. Is it like a child-sized bed or a normal-sized bed? It is a normal... Well, it is a twin. Like but a dorm it is, bed. It's a dorm bed, and it is crammed in here. Okay. Is there... I'm going to see if I can peek under the bed. Is there anything else of note? Because there's been no, nothing. Nothing else in the room. There's nothing else in the room. It's just a bed and this photo on the wall. Um, and this is not <laughs> as nice as the other rooms. Right. This is a very Spartan, sparse room. Um, I'm going to check for signs of, like, involuntary imprisonment, like excrement or um, something. No, there's okay. no excrement or anything. Then I guess I'm just going to walk out of there. Okay. Um, 
how was it secured to the wall? Could I tell that from looking at the image images that he kind of beamed back to me? It's nailed. Yeah, okay, so it's like, just, like just a pin yeah. basically yeah. holding it up on the wall. This is my, so, yeah, in the sci-fi game, uh, it turns out people just have houses. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, if it's the far enough yeah. future, you can have what you want, right? Yeah. That works for me. It's <coughs> This is the set we had available. Right. <laughs> we are shooting this on a hammer back lot. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so you have two unexplored rooms, and then you have... Um, <coughs> I'm going to kind of see if the crowds notice that we're missing one person, kind of just by looking around. Everyone is deep into conversation. So at this point, we're still good, as far as we can tell. Yeah. Uh, All right. And... <coughs> That's something I was worried about. Like, when one of us goes missing, it wasn't a huge crowd, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, like, really easy to notice, like, when one person's missing from them. Okay. Um, Andrew, roll a speed check. Speed check? Yes. That is a 55. That's your I'm a little too slow for that. Yeah. So you are just sitting there and you don't notice it. So th- <laughs> oh, okay, I was going to say, do I feel like oh, something's going to see me freaking out, though? Nothing. It's okay. Just, you're doing fine. I was going to be worried that it was, like, the fucking Countess, like, trying to, like, put her hand in her, like, my lap or something. Like, yeah. slap her hand or okay, something. Okay, um, Johnny, what are you doing up there um, in the As I walk floor? down the hallway towards one of the two unexplored rooms, I just sort of uh, click on the mic and say, Michael, how did your sketchy friend get an invitation here? And I open door number six. Um, so door number six is a room that is only slightly larger than door number one uh, but there's a little um, wardrobe rack and you see seven tuxedos is that the rich man's room and a very small twin-sized bed (laughs) that has been fastidiously made i believe i found the servant's quarter Um, I'm going to wipe through the pockets on the tuxedos real quick. Okay. And you find... A pamphlet that says, The Indifferent Stars. (laughs) What I love is that's just from this fucking table, but it works so perfectly. Making a theology roll on that. Okay. Um just to determine if this is a normal religious pamphlet or a cult I should be concerned about. That's going to be intellect plus 10%, I guess. Um, That will pass. Okay, so the Indifferent Stars is a pretty well-known track. It's like on the Jack Chick (laughs) D&D will make you kill yourself level, like, well-known. And it is all about how um, there is no afterlife and we're all alone in the universe. It's from a cult who are rationalists. And they just say, we're just, like... yeah, it's just, we're here, we're fucked, and we've gone too far. We've reached the end of space, and turns out there was nothing there. This speaks to Johnny's robot brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've got one more bedroom if all you right. want to look at it, or you can just go ahead and head back I'm downstairs. I'm sorry for wasting all your time in these bedrooms, but, you know, Johnny is performing a thorough search. It's not actually doing any B and E's. Yeah. So he's going to open the next unlocked door. And the final unlocked door 
is a door that has um, a safe on top of the bed, like a suitcase, mm -hmm. but it's a very has a very complicated lock. Mm -hmm. And there is a um, nightstand that has a drink service tray on it with uh, a lot of liquor, and um, there are some pill bottles on next to the. Um, That's probably Mr. Cotton Ripper over there. <laughs> bottles. I'm gonna see if I can identify any of the uh, pill bottles. They are um, your like a general uh, downers. Space downers. Space downers. Gotcha. Space quaaludes. All right. <laughs> um, we're going to look at that safe. All right. Okay. We're going to do a little bit of B&E. Uh, so, <laughs> can you break a safe? Well, let's find out. Is it a computerized <laughs> lock or a traditional lock? It is a hybrid. It has multi-stage, multiple stages. So, it's got a manual... Mm -hmm. Um, stage, and then it has a computer code, and then it even has a um, biometric uh, confirmation. I whisper okay. into my uh, comms, do you need some help in there? Maybe. Certainly. If you can excuse yourself. <laughs> you have to use the restroom. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, is there a restroom anywhere nearby? I can. I, I, I gotta. I gotta go. Do we pass the one dude in the hall? Just goes that way. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And on that note, I also have to go to the restroom. <laughs> so you guys do some rolling and just tell right. me if it works or not. All right. <laughs> All sure. right. So Johnny is sort of just sort of gently and very methodically unpacking his equipment. All right. I can take care of the hardware side of this. No problem. Uh, you have the the, the I hacking can skills. Deal I imagine with the software. My concern, Michael, is the wetware. Oh, well, we, we can we work it out between we us. We need to obtain your friend's hand, and he sort of gently pats his vibram machete. <laughs> because oh. look, he's already touched it before. See if you can lift like the prints or something from the thing. All right. <laughs> it, I mean, seriously, like you can this pull is... a lot of biometric stuff by like just taking existing epithelials that have been left behind. Well, I'm going to go back to the uh, <laughs> to the parlor we were in and grab the bottle that he was holding. There you go. Bring that back. Does any? Do any of us have scotch tape? That's the important <laughs> question. Uh, I'm a marine. Yes. Okay. Like, I've always got some kind of. Do you have tape. like a suit patch kit? Yeah. Like that would be standard fare. That would be probably. Uh, let's see here. Well, what's your your kit comes with. Uh, you have, an you have an electronic toolkit, by the way, which is I do. happy things. That's one of the reasons like, <laughs> why I'm still remotely useful to the two of you. <laughs> okay. I, I can shoot things, and occasionally I can disable electronic equipment. <laughs> All right, so, well, you're going to do some safe cracking, I guess. Yep. Uh, Johnny is going to go into his first aid kit mm -hmm. and see if he has some clear tape. Okay. And try to lift a print off of, like, a clear tape and... Um, Let's see. One of those salt packets from one of his MREs. <laughs> He's going to dust the bottle that Michael purloined for a print and try to lift it off of this thing. So I'm going to make a uh, just a baseline, I guess, intellect check for that one. Okay. Um, yeah. Would you roll? I rolled a. Ah, no, never mind. No, it's a forty-one. So 41, no. Forty-one. So yeah, no. That's a missed it by one. <laughs> um, by the way, doubles are crit, either a fail or a success, depending okay. on where it lands. 
I'm still doing my so best to make you feel part of it. So I couldn't lift it while she's speaking. My hands open the mechanical lock. She's like not working. Yeah, whatever she's going to try to bypass the biometrics. That's a 54, so I'm going to say no. Alright. So, if you, what we need to do is, is the mechanical part of the lock first, right? I will tell you, uh, there's not an order, you just have okay. to pass three checks. Alright, well, I'm going to try to get us on the roll okay. with my hacking All right. on the computer part. That's something I'm good at. It's going to be a plus 15% to my intellect. And that just barely passes. 53 okay. versus 55. Oh, you you're, my, you rolled a fifty-three. I rolled a fifty-three. Yeah. So the computer part is unlocked. It, okay. it turns green. So All now right. there is the combination dial, and there is the biometric left to open it. And uh, Johnny looks at Michael again, just sort of again taps his vibram machete. <laughs> I'm just saying. Give it's me one awesome. more shot, and then we'll. <laughs> Okay. We'll, we'll 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 talk that out. I can that, that, may be, him, that may be that may be a plan I for assist him. Yes, you I'm can. I'm gonna make a him. mathematics roll to this with the mechanical yeah. combination lock. All right, and I'm gonna make a. Wait, no, that wouldn't work. That's somehow repair. that somehow I rolled very bad at mathematics. <laughs> so ignore me. When you roll an advantage, you can do. Um, you can roll twice. Well, actually, I passed that. So. Okay. So you crack the. What did you get? I cracked the. I got a thirty-two. Okay, so you crack that. So next is biometrics. Biometrics. Let's see. Yeah, what does it require? Does it require like a thumbprint or something like that? Yeah, it's a it's a thumbprint. Well, I mean that's software that reads that, and you have his you have his print. Could you hack it possibly and get it to accept some different biometrics? Let's say maybe my own. Well, does it take a picture of it? Because if it does, you can just basically get a picture of it through our stuff and then put it on the screen in such a way that it's on a little pad. We'd have to really, really get up on them. <laughs> Listen, it's one of those things like on your cell phone yeah. that only works if you put your thumb the right way. Right. It's supposed yeah. to work, but it doesn't. Right. I'm going to um, grab Michael's hand and take his glove off. I'm going to mash his thumb against my one eye so I have an imprint of his thumbprint on my camera scanner. Okay. And I'm going to try to reprogram the biometric. Okay. <laughs> because that is what Johnny does, is be awkward. And that is, with my hacking, that super passes. Okay. That's a 33 mm -hmm. so versus clicks a 55. Open. And inside, that's a critical hack. That's a critical hack. <laughs> so it clicks open, and inside is a... Suspense. I can't stop cracking saves. <laughs> That's his I didn't break into anyone else's... I didn't break any of the locks, but this one's like, this has to be something good. Inside, you find a golden mask. A mask made of solid gold with a handle. So it's like a, a VN... Like a... Um, oh, one of those Italian... Oh, yeah, one of those Italian... carnival mask. Eyes wide shut, mm -hmm. fucky carnival masks. Keeping this. <laughs> that'll be now, a, that'll be how are you going to hide that? <laughs> Who's going to search a, uh, okay. a robot? Shh. <laughs> you put it on. <laughs> put it on and close the visor. He just shuts it inside of his, his space suit. It's in there now. 
Now, whose room are we in again? Uh, we, I probably the uh, stoner. Okay. I assume, and then I'm just going to relock his safe with someone else's thumbprint on it, okay. so he doesn't know he's been robbed. He just thinks his safe is well, broken. It's not going to work for his anymore anyway. <laughs> oh my god! And stops it inside his face. Just wearing it. <laughs> okay. Um. So now, where are you guys going? What's going on in there? Like, while they're, they're off, like, gallivanting around. Like, is are people just eating? The one, yeah. Like, the, just, the oh. Lord's just feasting, like, his own weight and food. And Yeah. Well, okay, okay. So, um, the pseudo-intellectual. So, you're still sitting at the table. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, so we'll finally I mean, do they're the trying scene. to, like, make yeah. it look like. <laughs> Sorry. No, so no oh, we're, it's good. We're I'm just at like, the trying final to make it look like... course. We're eating sorbet, and the countess says, Yes, my tummy also uh, can't handle the um, Andalusian prawn krills. Prawn krites. They're a weird space <laughs> prawn that you ate, and she thinks that. Mike just has the awful space shits. <laughs> um, and then she's, you know, eating this sorbet in a very sexual way. You should... um, she's dripping a little bit down her dress, and of course the Lord is not paying attention to this. Um, so the pseudo-intellectual... right? Oh, yeah. He's, it's, it's totally the... his wife? Yeah, it's totally his wife. Oh, okay. Uh, they're sitting next to each other. But he's just so lost in his own world, he's oblivious to that. So the um, pseudo-intellectual, as he's written down in my notes, says, um, So, Lord, why won't Lord Dunsany, why don't you tell me about the... Um... Now I'm on the spot. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, this is the hardest part of this game. Um, tell me about your mining endeavors. And he says, I prefer not to discuss such things on uh, such a joyous occasion. And um, the rich kid says, uh, I, I'm sure you're a little touchy after losing Sophia. Did I give the daughter a name nope, already? No, nope, no. Cool. <laughs> um, and the dude looks at the rich kid and is like, not cool, man, and rips a giant cloud <laughs> at the dinner table. <laughs> and um, the housekeeper just kind of uh, is is still passing out uh, after dinner coffee, and when she hears Sophia, she trips and spills a scalding hot amount of coffee onto the um, priest's lap, and he uh, just startles and gasps, but he's okay. And then she, the housekeeper, quickly runs into the kitchen. He startles and gasps, but is okay. I mean, physically. I mean, it sucks that he has hot coffee on him, but, like, he didn't die. Right, I didn't expect him to melt into a puddle. I'm well, just I, like, I rolled to see if yeah. he would. It's not like, a, not like a McDonald's coffee situation. Yeah, it's not a McDonald's okay. coffee. It was just like that. Okay. I just wanted to roll to see if I could kill the, one of the people <laughs> at dinner with something like hot Before coffee. one of us does it. Yeah, before one of you do I'm gonna. I'm gonna use I my. I mean, I, I do actually have my machine gun with me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I, brought, I just brought that to dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it's on my uniform. It's secured. Like, I'm wearing full body armor. Yeah. Like, I went in there with an like combat environmental <laughs> armor. Like I said, completely out of place. 
We are in I'm the gonna, weirdest gonna, Doctor Who episode right now. He's got like the this, you know, he's he's like he's got the like the, you know, the the United States like the Colonial Marines kind of like body armor on, except that it's the environmental. <laughs> I'm sorry, I um rolled wrong. Let me do that roll. Oh, he did die. <laughs> I'm just thinking he might be super yeah, he uncomfortable. Goes, and runs out of the room screaming. <laughs> yeah, like. How hot was it? Was it just hot, so, or was it like... You can we hear it in the from... room hear someone stomping up the steps and running. All right. Um, well, we are in the probably the stoner's room, not the priest's room. So I'm just going to quietly uh, shut the door and listen for a second. So you hear stomping and then a slam in the room down the hall. <laughs> All right. Um, I, have, I sense an opportunity, Michael. Johnny An opportunity to... Quietly opens the door and walks across the priest room and knocks. And then... Uh, Father, mother, are you okay? <laughs> you hear vomiting behind the door. All right. <laughs> I just sort of gently open oh, the door holy shit, man. What happened? out. <laughs> and you... Okay, so do first aid on the uh, melted crotch of this priest. That's why I was like, is he like actually an android and we just aren't, you know, like, All right. not knowing. That's why I That's was asking if he right? was okay with the, the burn. That's an intellect roll? It's your medical role, so um, you have, have first, first aid. aid so. I don't have that as a thing. I just have a first aid kit. Okay, so <laughs> I think first aid is a skill. It is a skill. So that's an untrained. <laughs> so you have a penalty for doing okay. first aid uh, on him. <laughs> so what is the role? Like, what am I rolling against? So first aid would be, I would say, intellect, intellect right? Because that's a knowledge. Okay. But you have a disadvantage, so roll twice and take the. Does my roll. does having the kit provide any like cancellation to the disadvantage? Well, yeah, it'll just be a flat roll. Then. Okay. Uh, no, I roll a seventy-six. I've killed another one, Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to. Um, smooth out his pain and you rip his genitals off and he um you wait wait let me do um yeah you fucking kill him he's dead Oh my god! We're just looking on in horror. He's just like Okay, so you What's wrong with you? So that's not supposed to happen. Right. So you need to roll a fear fear check. Okay. Because that's you. You fucked up. That's under my fear. That's uh, under your fear. Yeah. Feeling fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just normal that you're bad. Exactly. I love like the <laughs> running thing that you're bad at. So Josh stands up, like covered in blood over oh, his spacesuit. Oh wait, wait. Your first aid gives you ten percent to rolls. That didn't help. That didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> then you fucking killed the priest. I rolled a seventy-six. Yeah, you... my intellect's a forty. Even the first aid kit that doesn't help. That so wasn't I... a critical failure. So Johnny just sort of stands up, covered in blood, and Did just you sort fail of that on purpose. Says, "This is going to be exactly like Jesper five five seven again." And then he seals the, the priest's uh, luggage because he won't be needing it anymore. It's like I don't even want to know. <laughs> okay. Oh my so, god. So. Uh... Killed the priest. <laughs> so I'm now like, what? <laughs> I witnessed this on like camera and like my face kind of just goes blanches. Pale. Okay, so now you need to roll a fear check because you watched a man 
bleeds to death on your camera. Get his fucking ripped off by my yeah. robot. Um, I'm very upset by this. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh... Is that a fear check? Or yeah, a that's stress a fear test? check. Oh, dude, yeah, no, I'm... <laughs> you failed that? I'm freaked out. Okay, so add one stress. Not good. I was trying to de-stress on this trip <laughs> as yep. much as possible. If you do a fear check correctly, you relieve a stress. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... um Get or pretty stressed. I'm past yeah. the 50% marker. <laughs> so, I'm, so Johnny sort of walks out of the room, closes it, makes sure the door's latches behind him. <laughs> and where's Mike? Is he with you? No. Or is he in the other room? I was uh, I was watching that whole thing. <laughs> oh, you went in with him. I okay, so you also need to make a fear check because that's fucked up. And that's a disadvantage for you because you're, you're yes, actually with me. Roll it, then it's disadvantage, so you take the higher of the two numbers. So roll, roll again. <laughs> okay, so that must be a 70. I think yeah, so uh, let's see. Versus your fear save. Yeah, I failed that. So add a stress. <laughs> Not so good. I'm at zero stress right now, so what is that? Your stress starts at, at four two. now. Starts so, at two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you add stress. I thought yeah. I was subtracting yeah. stress. Yeah. Okay. So I'm at four stress then. Okay. Yeah. So let's not tell anyone that happened. I just fold the scouter up for a little bit. Like, I. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I kind of start, like, like I said, I blanch and I kind of look around at everyone else. At the table. I, I run back into the other room, shut the door, <laughs> and, like, I'm. I'm just conversating with Tully over the comms, like, so this is your android, or you guys are, are partners? Uh, what's, what's your history? I just kind of whisper, he came with the ship. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, okay, so... It's like, we're, we're worried about these people, but we're, we need to be worried about the machine. <laughs> Look, are you fixed up? I'm not the mechanic. I'm, like, trying not to, like, say it loud enough to upset other people at the table. Holy crap. (laughs) Okay, so make a... Totally make a speed check. Uh, no. I missed it by, like, ten, so, yeah. Um, okay. So, what are you guys doing upstairs? What What is everyone doing right now? I'm at the dinner Um, table trying not to lose my shit. Johnny's actually nonchalant and, like, trying to... I'm freaking out a little bit. I was I was trying to put the the earlier memory of whatever the hell crawled up my leg out of my mind earlier. Like, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to get it together. And uh, I'm like, Tully, uh, could, you, could you do me a favor? Could you could you ask about the wildlife on this planet? Like, are, are they, is there anything that actually lives on this planet? I mean, you're you're at dinner with these people. Uh, and then I'll look over at the Countess and. So, kind of uh, flora and fauna do you have outside on this world? Hungry beasts. Insatiable beasts, she says. Could you ask someone who's not, <laughs> not trying to have sex with you? <laughs> Follow that uh, lead, Tully. I, uh, I kind of just, like, wait one and look for, like, Cotton Ripper. <laughs> so, uh, is there any life outside the, the dome on oh, this? There's all kinds of creepies and crawlies on this planet. It, to leave the compound is certain death. <laughs> 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 I 
Do you, do you have some sort of database that I can reference in regard to this? I mean, the planet... The Lord tried to, to terraform the planet, but as you can see, it didn't work out. Because, uh, you know, couldn't keep the miners alive. Uh, and then, you know, with the Sophia dying... That's the name of the daughter. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then Sophia died, so you got kind of cagey, and you know, shit. Shit rolls downhill. Ask him what happened there. Did something maybe get in the dome? Was there an accident that, that resulted in the Lord's daughter's death? Yeah, those, um... Those fucking skeeves got in, as usual. Skeeves. Uh, are these, like, some sort of, like, rodents of unusual size? I mean, they're not <laughs> rodents. They're, they're, they're slippery. But they got wings kind of like bats. They're just... You don't want to see one, man. Just trust me. Alright. They already sound awful. Um, <clears throat> so, you've got an atmosphere that's non-oxygen. Yeah. People are getting around in environmental suits. What, what's the primary element? Like, what's the primary, like, breathable compound? I mean... Is it like a nitrogen atmosphere? Is it like a carbon dioxide atmosphere? It's mostly uh, ethylene glycol, my guess. Well, from him, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the atmosphere inside the building, not... <laughs> Man, that's all above my pay grade, dude. I don't even know. <laughs> so what exactly is it that you do besides puff on that thing? Oh, you didn't know? I'm the pilot. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of craft is that? I was fascinated by that thing outside. It, it looks old. Oh, you like Betsy? Yeah, she's an antique. What kind of ship is that? Oh, it's a... It'll get you where you need to go. It's a old beater. You know, the Lord loves his, his toys. He's I, so into playing this, like this cosplay thing. He's watched too many movies, if you ask me. I see. That, that explains his uh, ceremonial garb. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, he's such a fucking tool. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously has like, zero respect for <laughs> things that are going on around. Great. Uh, so... <clears throat> How did everyone else get here? Did, they, did you fly them in? Yeah, yeah. The they all rode in uh, on the shuttle together for the party, for the anniversary. So if you're here and you're a pilot here, like, where do you all go for supplies? Uh, there's, a, there's a supply run every lunar cycle. Which is how many, like, soul days? Fourteen. <laughs> okay. We just got our supply run uh, right before I came. So we got enough fuel to get off the ship into the next uh, solar system. Okay, so it's... So just just a position in, in terms of like uh, math on, on fuel. Like is our ship within that distance, give or take? Your ship doesn't have enough food and air because you were supposed to be in cryos. Right. But their ship has enough to get where you, where you were trying to go, which is a spaceport. Right. So but that's fine. We can put ourselves back across, like sleep. Yeah. To get there, that's that's fine. Like I, I realize that we can't be awake during that trip. But yeah, we, yeah. It has enough fuel to get there. Yeah. Not, like all the power and all that stuff's fine. Mechanically, mm -hmm. there was nothing wrong with the ship, right. so we should be able to go there. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. And that that system is the. Um, that's the Wordsworth system. 
See what you're doing, <laughs> English major. <laughs> okay. And so, what's keeping the current facility like functioning? Like, I realize that you've made a home here, or that the the Lord's made a home in this central part of the mining facility. Like, where did the workers stay? Wasn't there other like outbuildings? Oh yeah, there's there's bunks, uh, there's barracks out in near the the launch pad. Okay, and you don't have any staff currently. I mean, we have uh, the butler and the housemaid, but that's really all that's left. Okay. And me. Right. How many people, give or take, in your ship, like, fly? Like, I mean, it's just room for, for Is six. it kind of like a shuttle? So yeah, it's a it's very, a, just like, yeah. passenger shuttle. There's no cryosleep. It's just, it's got enough fuel, and it's surprisingly fast enough that it can zip it's Bang. like a bus. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's very much just like a short range, but it's yeah. able to... Okay. Not... Can you ask him what the odds are that there's uh, possibly skeeves inside the dome right now? Yeah, what... How... Is there some sort of entrance or exit that this facility that goes to the out, outside that's other than the hangar? Yeah, there's the solarium. Okay. You should check it out. It's a hell of a view. And you notice that throughout the manor, there are port windows. You can see outside. Right. Do you all ever have a problem with these skeeves trying to get into the actual, like, living facilities, like the biohab here? Man, it's just like a house with mice in the summertime. They don't want to be out there. They want to be in here. So they're going to get in. Right, so they they'll damage things to get into like the facility. Oh yeah, they're they're pesky buggers. I gotta, you know, make sure that they stay away from the ship as best as possible. I gotcha. They'll ruin a hyperdrive like nothing. So they they like chewing on cables and stuff like uh, that. They chew on cables. They nibble. They leave shit everywhere. They're the worst. Uh, you and I need to go back towards the ship. I think. I think if we have any more unfortunate accidents, we may have a second ship. I, I think so, but I, I think also we could... Uh, Johnny is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's not necessary. Maybe we just take the supplies on their ship, put it on ours, and get the hell out of here, because it's all we need. Giant shrugs and says, that may be an advisable course of action. And starts walking towards the stairs up again. The stairs upstairs? The stairs upstairs. Okay. So the master the bedroom is. To the master bedroom. So, as you all are going up in the master bedroom, and as you all are talking, there is a clunk, and all of the lights in the entire manor go out. And I want everyone to make a speed check. Speed, speed. That's a 30. That's a 22. That's a 58 against my speed of 38. I did actually pass a 22. It's a 45. Do I have any... Nope, that's a 45, so I bar just barely felt that. You all feel an intense chill across your neck. So I want you all to automatically add one stress. How many st how much stress can you have? <laughs> um, well, eventually you have a heart attack and die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it adds, and it's the the top of the table is just plus. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can have as much as you want. I'm um, having a bad day. 
I'm approaching and the halfway mark <laughs> on... Yeah. We need to... I believe the environmental controls may have failed. Uh, and and uh, the air starts like turning on lights. Does yeah, the power itself sound like it's completely cut out? It's just the lights. So okay, the so the environmental yeah, yeah. systems the, sound the like they're still good. There's still air. It got still cold, fine. so Johnny's just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you feel coldness, but that's that. Um, oh, hell, remember, gotta... your vac suits have lights on yeah. your shoulders. Okay. So are you going to turn the lights I've on? I've turned on yeah, like, turn my suit on. lights. I've got my flashlight on, which I think is just the big optic yeah. shine out in the middle of his helmet. Um, okay, so... Except it looks like eyes now because of the Venetian mask he's wearing. So he's got two glowing eyes shining out from his one-way mirror helmet. <laughs> Roll a... Um, body save. Body, body. Actually, um, would just roll. What did you get? A 62. 62? Okay. Um, that actually would fail. Against what? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, um, I'm going to start rolling damage. So, Tully, you're sitting at a table and something yeah. grabs you and you feel a sharp pain as something is digging into your shoulders. Okay. So, that is... So that's 17 damage. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And okay. um, make a... Uh, go ahead and roll a panic check. So that's 2d10, and the number has to be under your panic score. <clears throat> under? Yeah, well, because... over. For panic, it's got to be... Oh, you're right. It's got to be... Thank you. The book says what? It's over for panic? Well, that's what it was before, because it goes up. So the, the idea is that you're supposed to try to roll over the the, grade, the, the increasing number. Right? Right. So um, make a stress check. If you roll over your current stress, you don't panic. Yeah. All right. So that's an 11. So I, I'm not... Yeah. Feeling fine, actually. And then reduce your stress by one. Okay. Good job. Okay, I'm, I'm so, trained for this kind of thing. It'll be okay. So you felt a hand grab you from behind and dig its fingers into you. What do you do? I'm going to push back off the table and try to do a tactical roll backwards. Okay, so... And then bring the assault rifle up off of my like low sling with, like, tack light on. Mm-hmm. And fire for your second action? If if there's something that looks like it's visibly a hostile thing, yes, I will okay. light that shit Make up. a combat roll. So, is that a body check to begin with kind of thing? No, I'm going to let you do movement as your free action okay. and combat. Um, so, when I, when I roll back and come back up into a firing position, I do actually see a thing in front of me that looks like it needs to be shot. You, it's dark, but you see... I've got lights on. Oh, you've got lights on? I've got a tack light on my, yeah, my gun, and then I've got lights on my armor. You've at least got the uh, the flashlight on, because yeah. you, got, you, you put the safety off, I guess the light comes on. Even yeah, though it's one the of those, light like, pressure is pads on, where you, you just... can't really... You see a silhouette, but you can't really make it out but you see something to shoot at, yes. All right, center mass of whatever that target <laughs> is then. So we'll go ahead and make a gunnery shot thingy at it, um, and I need to roll on... Combat. Combat, which is... Oh, yeah, I pass it. <laughs> okay, so you hit 
And then the lights turn off. Okay. And the room is empty, except for everyone cowering because you just shot a rifle in a dining room. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? And the Lord says, everyone stay calm! And the there is no priest anymore, so everyone's not calm. They're very upset. And I don't freak the, out because I know that there's not a priest yeah, anymore. <laughs> the the um, dude just says, what the fuck ever, and gets up from the table. And smoking goes, guy? The smoking guy gets up and goes upstairs. He's like, I've had it for the night. I'll see you guys tomorrow. How often does this happen? <laughs> he goes upstairs like it's not phased him, and he is walking down the hallway... And you all are doing what now? Um, the lights Tommy are back is on. Tommy Terminator running downstairs because Tully is in, was in trouble. Yeah, you and guys would his hear. His programming <laughs> kicks in no matter what. Yeah. So you are running down the corridor as the dude is walking up the corridor. Uh, what do you do? Um, I just run straight through or past him. If he if I can't get around him, I just like trample him. Over. Okay, so make a because Tully clunk, shot, clunk, Tully clunk, fired clunk, a gun. Yeah, that is a combat check. Okay. Is he kind of that's a twenty nine of under my thirty eight? So oh, okay, and then thump. I need to check the the stats. Yeah, the dude real quick. I just collide with him. Yeah. Three hundred pounds of. Uh, I don't know that he would be like re- like suspecting to have a robot, <laughs> like or an android, come trundling down the stairs like, at him at like full tilt. Three hundred pounds of uh, bloodied metal robot. Like a hundred and fifty kilogram machine just comes <laughs> slamming through like the whole womp. You'd probably see him kind of like arc back <laughs> down, crumple into a pile at the bottom. You push the button and people and the rest of the crew can know where you are. Yeah, so you knock this guy the fuck out, and he's just laying flat on the ground. I just very quietly, gonna... I just very calmly say, "Excuse me," and go past him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, are you gonna follow or are you gonna pick up this guy who's been knocked? Out? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick him up. Like, you doing? You're all right, man. I don't know what's up with the with the android. He's whoa, he's that's some... crazy. And he walks into the psychedelic room yeah. and he goes. Oh, so relaxing. And closes the door. <laughs> so, are you going to follow um, Johnny downstairs now? I'm going to follow him downstairs. Okay, you follow him downstairs, and you meet everyone into in the um, the foyer, and the Lord is going, please, please, everyone stay calm. We will all be able to take care of this in the morning. This is all a big misunderstanding uh i'll have what have i given the butler's name as you haven't given him i'll have johnson check out the the um is there generator and everything will be fine just go to bed and in the morning we'll have breakfast and figure everything out the first thing i'm gonna do is i haven't left the the feast room near the dinner room yet is there blood from what i shot like my first thing is like I'm inspecting what it is I shot. Like, my bullets continue yeah. on their trajectory into the wall on the far side. Yeah, there is a hole in the plaster, and you can see that under the plaster is standard spaceship hull. Okay, but, like, is there any indication at all that there's some sort of impact that my bullets had? Like, is 
are they like essentially, as far as I can tell, like without being obviously CSI laser dot thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it obvious like that there was no delineation in the path of the? Nothing stopped it. It so was a it, straight shot. Roll a sanity check because that don't make sense. <laughs> right. Uh, nope. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. So add a stress. Yep. <laughs> as far as I can tell, whatever I shot either wasn't there or wasn't affected by the bullets that I shot at. Yeah. Johnny arrives in my room for takes Tully in the, by either cheek, holding his hands, like looking in his eye, and like making you follow his finger. I was like, Tully, are you experiencing symptoms of space madness? Not yet. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> so everyone's gonna go to bed. Do you want? Where are you guys gonna sleep? The ship. The ship. I'm not gonna sleep. <laughs> I don't think. Well, you know, there is an unoccupied room now. Oh God! That is. But you also it's have to occupied. To everyone that you've killed a man. Let's see. It's occupied by. It's been an occupied, ocean of blood, but it's right occupied now. by its like former occupant. The we corpse don't need to mention that. So, you wanna... <laughs> so everyone goes. I'm gonna find the maid. I'm gonna go for okay. the psychedelic room. So you go into the psychedelic room and the dude is just sleeping, sawn logs, clothes on, diagonal across the bed, just uh, asleep. Yeah, I'm gonna find the maid, the kitchen maid who is okay. running all the food and stuff because so she was she, visibly. Last time you saw her, she was in. She went towards the kitchen. I'm going to go ahead and kind of quietly push my way in there. All right. Do you want to go in by yourself, or do you want to get your two companions to go with you? You guys are doing a lot of splitting the party. And yeah. Yeah. Frankly, very annoying. Because I I will, I'm following scenes. Tully because I'm concerned about it. Yeah. I'm going to take so, dude's bong, his weird little bong. and, and His rig? Yeah. And, take his rig. Okay. Like And uh, and also see if there's anything in his pocket that might, you know... There yeah, are key to three the ship. more cartridges. <laughs> there is no key to the ship in his pocket. You just vape cartridges. I will take those bad. cartridges you take and those his cartridges vape. In the, the just robbing the poor. And man. I will I will do a light rip to sort of calm down. Okay, stress. so let me find the drug rules because we're gonna do some things. To this um, point, I'm thinking I need a, a hit of that thing just to calm down my guy. That's what I'm thinking. Chewing yeah. on the the. The toothpick isn't cutting it <laughs> yeah. right now. So do a um, body save for me. Nope. That's uh, it's 51, so yeah, I fill that. Oh, Larry, <laughs> didn't everyone tell you? One hit of space marijuana, and you're addicted to space marijuana. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing I've got all the space marijuana. <laughs> so now you have to make a daily body save or gain one D10 stress every day you go without space marijuana for the rest of your life. <laughs> Wait, what? For the rest of your life? Yeah, he's addicted to space marijuana now. Like permanently? Until he goes to space rehab, he's addicted to space marijuana. They tried to make him go to rehab. But he, he said, said no, 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 no. 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 All right, so Johnny is going to follow Tully because Johnny is programmed to follow Tully and keep Tully safe, even though he's not always very good at it. He, he tries. Um, so right addicted to space weed. <laughs> I've already done that. <laughs> and um, while Tully does his questioning, Johnny is going to kind of set down the priest's luggage that he stole 
and take out the Rubik's Cube from his pocket and start fiddling with it. it. But I'm going to make a theology check for that. Okay. And I'm going to say that while he's fiddling with it, what he is doing is trying to put together some of the things he's found so far in his computer brain. And... Yeah, that will pass. Okay. So you have seen... I've seen a books on the paranormal. I've books seen on the paranormal. a weird metal... I've seen the metal crucifix and the thing of salt. And I'm making my theology roll and my conclusion that I'm going to think is the moon's haunted. You're on a haunted moon. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and you have killed the exorcist. <laughs> Good news. I'm a theologist. <laughs> we, have a, we have another moon exorcism. exorcism. Moon exorcism. <laughs> I'm rejoining the group, by the way. I just wanted that bond. <laughs> Steal the guy's fucking bond. He's going to uh, have to have it. He's in the space week. This is an after right. school special. So, yeah. Uh, so, you're going to try to find the, the um, mate. Yeah. The server. Okay. So, you go into the kitchen, and it is a huge kitchen. And it should be a space bustling with tens of, dozens of chefs and servants. But it looks like there has only been one person working this whole time. There's not a sign. There's a mess everywhere because it's one person struggling to get everything balanced. Nothing has been cleaned up from this sumptuous feast. And there's a mess, and you can see a um, knocked-over um, bag of flour and steps that, footprints that go down into a small corridor um, downstairs. Cool. I'm there is also, ahead. at the top, there is a door in front of you, and then there is a door down the steps. Those footprints look like they were left by someone wearing shoes. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and follow those. Okay, so you go downstairs, and you have entered what appears to be a um, root cellar. Uh, there is a... The, the wall looks like it was actually bored... The walls as you're going downstairs look like it was bored into the moon itself. So you're, you've left solid ground. Um and you're downstairs, and you see a large storeroom and crates of supplies stacked up, and um, you hear some something in the back of the room. So I'm going to just stop and listen. So make a... That would be an intellect or body... If you're listening, I guess that would be body check. Do your ears work? Yeah. Um, no, I can't quite make it out by a wide margin. 96. So I, I can hear that there's noise in there, but I'm not really sure where it's coming from or what it is. Yeah. So okay. what do you want to do? Johnny, would you like Johnny to go ahead? He's expendable. He's the synth. <laughs> be careful, buddy. Right. Johnny will. Johnny draws the BB gun. Checks the compass, pop, pumps it, has his lights on, and it just sort of creeps around, and like knocks gently at the edge of the crate before turning the corner. <laughs> and you see a crying woman in a stereotypical, ma like Downton Abbey maid outfit, and she's just sobbing. 
in the corner. And she she's holding physically this. Harmed? She doesn't look physically harmed, but she is clutching this torn picture in her hand, and she's just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And Johnny, who has no empathy, and it just does like lower the BB and just says, "How long has Sophie been haunting the mansion?" What are you talking about? Sophie is a monster, she says through tears. Please continue. Do I need to make a roll to, like, pry information out of her? Yeah, you're going to have to bump her. All right. Uh, I um, will go actually try to take over the, the question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, can you uh, keep an eye on the door for me? Of course I'll tell you. Thanks. I'll go ahead and try to help her to her feet. Okay. And uh, kind of reassure. It's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like, I, I'm a Marine. We've been in, you know, tough situations before. Tell me about this Sophia monster. Okay, you got to roll some uh, persuasion, which would be your intellect. Okay. Um, nope. <laughs> I do a shit job of trying to convince her that everything's going to be okay. And she just sobs and shudders. A whole body shudder. Um, uh, I'll keep an eye out every now and then, too. Kind of, like, try to see if a form or whatever... Everybody roll speed check. Actually passed that That's one. a failure. That's failure? Mm-hmm. What's your speed? Oh, I got I got a forty, like spot on side pass. I or I failed on side. What's yours? I got twelve, so okay. I passed that one. So yours is what? I have a forty. And what's yours? Uh, my speed is thirty eight, and I rolled a forty two. Okay. So Johnny feels a um, crunch on his shoulder so roll me a um combat combat all righty that's a flat 50 versus my 38 okay uh and i got a fail too <laughs> and you see that a skeeve has flown over to you it's like a if a slug and a bat had a weird baby mine and it is trying to bite you yeah mine they're my knocks. It's kind of cute in a gross way. So it's trying to get you, but it is missed, and you have missed. Uh, <laughs> so and there's next a BB in... just bouncing around the uh, scullery then, basically. Yeah, so now it is <laughs> Mike's turn in the order. So you do initiative is speed. Gotcha. So I went first, and I botched it because I rolled bad. So now Mike sees this skeeve trying to bite Johnny Five. I'm going to use my... Uh, and it's bi- fluttering around Johnny Five's <laughs> shoulders, you know, like a, a bat thing would do. I'm going to try to hit it with my uh, vibrochetti. Okay. <laughs> the arm goes flying off. see, what is that? Is that a... That's nine? a nine. Okay, yes, yeah, so that's clearly below That's the, actually really good. Yeah, that's, that's a good. very good attack. Okay, well, I rolled exactly, so <laughs> uh, it actually counters and bites you. So roll an armor... <laughs> Check for me. Well, yep, I passed that too. Okay, so <laughs> it goes to bite you and it misses. 
So now because you're in hand-to-hand -hand combat, you can uh, run. A, you can roll a body save to disengage, or you can roll an attack. I was gonna say, can I? Yeah, can I sort yeah. of grapple and stab? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that would be strength. So I pass that. What would you roll? I uh, rolled a forty-two, and my strength is a forty-eight. Okay, so I rolled uh, twelve on my combat, so <laughs> I have the lower number, so I beat you, ah. and I bite you. Uh, roll an armor save. To see if I get through. I don't want to shoot into him, so at this point I'm waiting. 19, so I pass that. Okay, so it bites, but the teeth get stuck in the backseat. So now you get to decide what to do. Yeah, well, and I'll give you advantage because he's stuck. I was to say, yeah, since he's clenched in there, I'm going to run him into the wall. Okay. <laughs> run into the wall shoulder first. Two, and is that a six? Yeah. Yep, so... I would have just cut its wings off while it was stuck in there. <laughs> that failed. <laughs> that failed. Okay, so it's still hanging on. Uh, Tully, what do you do? Um, I've got a crowbar hanging out of my web gear. If you are, if you don't have a close combat weapon, you can just steal, you can use, steal one. I was going to say, I don't actually have one. The things that I have would for sure kill it, but they would also for sure kill you too. Well, you're a good marksman. You could try to just shoot it and not but anything But why else. take the risk on it? At this point, um, I think I'm going to just try to batter the thing. Okay, so do a combat. So, uh, yes, I passed it by one. <laughs> you rolled a one. I rolled a, no, I rolled a 49, Okay. which is under my 50. I rolled an eight. Yeah. So this fucker is Still resilient. Stuck. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs> stepping on a slug. It doesn't actually do much. I mean, it does if you it put enough weight bit, on it, yeah. but... But it is so bouncing off. It so it turns onto you, and it rolls a 56, so that is very bad. And now is your chance to give it a good old squish. Yeah, I'll try to, like, basically get a hold of its, like, wings or whatever yeah. if I can, and just, like, snap them. Yeah. So it can't fly anymore. Um, that is a zero. I literally got That's a... That's a crit. You have turned it to jelly. Yeah. I just... <laughs> Thank you, Tully. I hated that thing. I don't like it either, man. All right, both. Did Those, you get hurt? I am no, I'm sick good. and tired of these motherfucking skis in this motherfucking mansion. <laughs> Which character's saying that? The the, the one the cook. What's her name? Uh, her name, what's her name is Anastasia. Anastasia. Okay, Anastasia. So uh, she says, Sophia got what she deserved. Okay, so I'm gathering that she may have been kind of an awful person, right? Yeah. You, you are awful as an understatement. Okay. But you're okay. I will take care of you. But I need you to kind of give me a little bit more information about why she is haunting this place, if that's actually what's going on. Sophia has nothing to do with what's going on here. It's all Lord Dunsany's fault. What did he Lord Dunsany what do? He, did. he got her killed? Or he killed her? He got he's gotten us all killed now. Once he's once Lord Dunsany started this, it's never going to end until uh, justice is served. So some alien ghost killing people that came to the planet because he's trying to terraform it and made them really upset because he's trying to screw up their planet. 
So what do you actually say to her? You say <laughs> that. He just kind of like rambles through it. She says, no. What exactly is going on? Don't be so cryptic. She says, I I can't, and she crumples up the paper and runs up the stairs. I'll pick the paper up. Johnny just, like, get in her way because he weighs, like, 400 pounds? Yes, he can. Is that a combat check? That is a, yeah, that's an opposed strength check. Okay, strength is 38, so... You did it! (laughs) Yeah, that's a four for me. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry, ten and zero would be a double zero, so she, like, water slips by (laughs) you and goes up the steps. So, are you going to keep staying up late and try to solve the mystery? Are you going to go to bed and wait till morning? I need some sanity. If you go to go back to the ship, you can heal. I also need healing. I've got like a... Ch- <laughs> Am I missing a chunk or do I have like a cut? Or like, what exactly injured me? Um, it's just like claw scrapes. In I'm going to get that like suit. cleaned out as yeah. best I can. Yeah. So they're punctual. No. No. <laughs> okay, so let me find... As you start saying it, it's exactly like a no, no. <laughs> Alright, so... Do you have let's... that suitcase that the priest has? Of course. It's mine now. I'm the priest. So then you have the... Oh, good lord, we'll have to deal with that later. But uh, <laughs> do you have the salt that was in that suitcase? Of course. All right, that might... You're also in a kitchen storeroom. Yeah, hey, I was going to say that. Would, that would, I was thinking that, by too. By the way, the flour, I'm going to grab, like, the bag of flour because okay. we're dealing with an invisible thing. Mm-hmm. And so my plan is, the next time there's an invisible thing, is to throw the flour on it so we can see the outline of what it is. I love it. That's wonderful. That is something he learned from the first dungeon I put him through. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn it from that dungeon. You're welcome. I'm gonna, I, I learned the thing. Man. So, yep. I'm gonna pour some salt on the the corpse of the the uh, the thing. And it shrivels up. Okay. Well, there's our there's our answer. So, so I love how two more things of iodized salt. <laughs> so I love how in the um, mothership Discord, I invented these aliens, and there's a like bounce off of your ideas. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you think of this? Um, monster and I called it Skeeves and that's the only thing I gave people and I did not tell them what it was it's just this is the name of it and these are the stats and I was like I love it and now <laughs> I'm just excited to see what people imagine a thing called Skeeves is. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go through their stores real quick Okay. Alright like their their kitchen like and try to find myself like a, a Pretty solid looking butcher knife as a close combat weapon. Okay, make a scavenger scavenger roll. Do you have a scavenger ability? Uh, it's an un- untrained, but I so... rolled pretty good. Uh, so is that an intellect? Yeah. So twenty-two. Yeah, you I'm, find I'm a thirty-four. Knife. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, grab a caffeine unit. I'll be there right should be knife in the... in the in the book. Yeah. Yeah, there should be a knife in the book, and if not, my God. Um, so yeah, you find a knife. Um, so you guys are going to go back to the ship? Well, after I get as much salt as I can without weighing okay, myself. Yeah. So let's do this because you can heal and we can start seeing if you guys level up yet. So um, to heal, you make a body save. 
So everyone do a D100 body save and see if you are successful. Is that the heal our, our mental wounds as well? You know, um, the... Well, we'll go that over takes those in a minute probably well. more time, unfortunately. Yeah. So everyone's Sorry. rolling a body save. Excellent. Oh, I'm actually fine. Yeah, you didn't you get hurt. Zero. 31. Okay, it's my 44, so I passed all the saves. Okay, so... Uh, heal equal to the amount you exceeded, succeeded by. So you subtract your body save by your stat, and that's how many points you get healed. So, so. 11. <laughs> On a critical failure, your wounds actually worsen, and you lose 1d10 health. <laughs> so I wrote, that would be... I don't think I took damage. Did Johnny take any damage? I don't think he did. I guess you, if you haven't written it down, no. you haven't. So I think it's just... Totally I was the only one that got hurt. So, okay. just stress. So now let's go to stress. So you can relieve stress with a stress check, which can get worse if you fuck it up. Stress or fear? Just roll um, over stress? So let me confirm how to relieve stress. Okay. Uh, that should be in the book after the mercenary section. Uh, by the way, later in the game you can buy NPCs to work with you. Um, anger of stress, you can attempt a fear save to relieve your stress. Sure, I'll try to relieve my stress back down to the baseline of two. Yeah. Yep, totally fine. So, if you're succeeded, then you can relieve one stress point for every ten points you set your save succeeded by around it. Well, I rolled a 33 versus my 85. Okay, so, so I'm guessing that gets rid of all of them. Yeah, oh, dude, my dude yes. chills the fuck out. So yeah, I get on to zero stress? You have a great... <coughs> or is it two, I think, is where I it think goes it's back down to? Always yeah, it's two. always a base of okay. two. Well, no, I think it would be zero. Okay. You can't be negative, but you can be zero. Johnny is just like... I, I completely de-stress. He's okay. just playing with that Rubik's Cube until he calms down. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling fine. Um, that is great. It also says other ways to relieve stress are carousing. <laughs> not here, it's not. Yeah. Here I'm sure the it. contest would be happy to accommodate you. <laughs> oh, theology allows you to help other people relieve stress. <coughs> oh, does anyone need some... Uh, but it's a once per day thing. Anyone need some confessions? You go to your group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an excellent listener. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about... Your religion, given the the actions I've seen you take over the past day, um, please tell me all about make it. Make a theology roll real quick and explain uh, the Church of Cyborgology. I was going to say Michael. it's like the flying spaghetti yeah, that's, monster um, level of. I rolled a ninety-two on my theology, so it's a failure, which basically just means that um, you did bad. Yeah, it <laughs> I experienced Church make of Cyborgology. It just sounds like a cult, but a cult you would make up in a dream. Does I say am I more afraid now? <laughs> okay. Um... So let's do XP. I think technically, what he does is just open, like, he just starts spews a bunch of binary at you. <laughs> so you all survived the first night, so you get 10. Did anyone save a crew member's life? Opposite. <laughs> yeah. I did, kind of, by uh, defending the thing and killing the slug. Yeah, that's right. You, you saved my life. Um. I will argue that it does 1d10 damage because it is literally just a slug with teeth. So I would say that could not, that should not have been able to kill you. So I hate to say it, oh, well. not this time. Um, unless you can make another argument. 
Um, Kyle gets two for retrieving an ancient alien artifact, the Rubik's Cube. Um, Tully gets two <coughs> XP for killing two things. Teamster Did gained... I kill two things? Yep. I killed the ghost? Uh, you killed the something. It worked. <coughs> um, kill is, you know, such a, a general I, I, term. I thwarted a threat. Yeah. <laughs> And um, that should be it for XP. So is anyone at 10 now? Yes, I'm okay. at 25. Okay, so Kyle's level 2. So when you level up, you pick one major improvement, and then you pick one um, minor <coughs> improvement, and then you gain two skill points. That's on page 36. Remember, you can bank your skill points. Right. For big plans for later. <laughs> so you get. So where's the minor? What is the improvements you're talking about? Um, so pick one major improvement. You can. This is on page 36 of the book. Uh, you can pick improve one stat by five and another by three, or improve two stats by four each. They max out at 85. It's That's on page 38. Uh, 36. 36. Okay. Which in the PDF is actually page. Um, 39, because weird. So improve one stat or two saves, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. And one stat by what? Uh, one stat by five, All and right. another by three. I'm going to improve my intellect by five, so up to a 45, because I've been feeling those. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm going to roll my um, speed up to a 41 as well. So you add three to speed. Yeah. And then improve... Okay, and now pick one minor improvement. You can gain a resolve. Mm -hmm. um, you can remove a phobia or addiction, Larry, mm -hmm. if you want to get rid of your space weed. <laughs> or you can heal all your stress. All right, I removed my addiction. I'm going to add that resolve because I don't have any stress. That's two resolve. You cap out at five resolve. And then I can I have two skill points to spend. Where yeah. did you get the result? I'm going to go up to Mysticism. That's one of the options for your minor improvement. Okay. So, okay, so you get one major improvement. And one minor improvement and two skill points. And there is a sheet, there is a box at the bottom if you want to bank your skill points. I got gotcha. you. Can write it them does down. have that there. There's also blank boxes, which theoretically you can just make up other expertise. Just <laughs> piloting, including like flying the ship. You probably someone needs to learn how to fly. This. I am going to. Oh, I was going to try to commission the stoner pilot. If, <laughs> but well, we could still get a. We could still get him as a pilot. That's fine. So you spend the night. The light reading before bed is just the quick start instructions for how to fly the fucking ship. <laughs> I'm also going to take scavenging. That seems yeah. to be an important skill. It's been 80 years, Tully. You should learn to drive it. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> Just doing my job. <coughs> I hope the Johnny voice is enough to be picked up by the microphone. I worry about that. We'll have to see. I don't know if it's usable or not. He's but I'm so not quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not torn up about it. Um, I'm sorry. So it is do 10 o'clock. Do you want to keep going or do you want to call it's it? It's 11 o'clock. Oh, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, well. Sorry. It's uh, 2300 hours. Read. Yeah, I don't read. <laughs> so I'm guessing you guys will probably want to call it. For the night. I think we can call it for the night. Yeah. I like this system. I'm a big <laughs> fan of Mothership so far. Me too. I'm having a lot of fun with it. 